again, why why have you know some stores have them, they have them incorporated, they have them for the causes. Uh, and so how do you have a thousand employees posting public information on behalf of the company, basically being press releases um, on behalf of the public company every day on a
that belongs to me on Part 1996 of key statutes in that year, that platforms are not liable for the content that, that users of the platform generate. That is, uh, it's, it's known as the Section 230 law, and there's a lot of pressure on it right now. It's in fact just a, a, a rare statutory exception carved out of it just the other day. Um, it's, it's a dangerous road to go down. There's a reason that many people, for, really for two decades, have tagged Section 230 as having unlocked a lot of innovation online because the platforms don't have to be terrified of what kind of legal liability they face if they want people to go to the platform. Over on the privacy side, the big story here right now is not what we in the United States are doing, it's what the Europeans are doing. It will affect all the platforms that matter here and will affect them in ways that matter here. So, uh, just oh, indeed we will. We will get we will get back to that question. I'm going to start off with a, a discussion, and then we will certainly leave time for your questions that you are submitting via Slido, and hopefully we'll um, have those for us. But starting on a positive note, um, I wanted to ask each of you, and you're going to give very short, pithy answers. Um, um, what are some of the best uses or influences you have seen in social media? Also, I've seen a couple. Um, I know that teachers who were organizing in West Virginia were using social media to organize. I also know that um, Central Health, that I'm on the, the board up here, we use social media to let people know about the kind of health care that we have available for them. But good, good uses, influences in business, government, uh, politics, nonprofit, and the facts. Okay, I think uh, from the pocket boards, I'm really um, opened up the door for philanthropy. Um, Austin is a great example of Amplified Austin. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but it's a one-day uh, giving. It's, it's harnessing the power of group giving through social media. It's 24 hours of giving. They raised in each year it's up on million. So last year it was on this year. It was $10.5 million in 24 hours for our local nonprofits during April. Right. Uh, I think any use of social media by these organizations is doing something with responses and worse not posting links to their meetings at all.
mentioned data, and I, I want to ask you all, what do you think that people's data should be used for? Are there, are there other uses that you think should be encouraged, other uses that you think should be prohibited? Let's say it's your data. I, I would say the way, um, the way L'Oreal or Ford or Airbnb thinks about this is they want to um, share content with you. Uh, you know, Airbnb wants to show you uh, a, a property you can rent um, in Paris if you do your geographic search for it. They would love to have an Alexa sitting here or something where they get heard you say that and put that into their DMP and magically put a tracer picture, which they almost can do. So, so that's what brand brands simply just want. Let's be clear, we're being advertised to all the time. And it doesn't work unless we care about it. Um, and so, frankly, um, it's about, brands are about giving you a message that you pay attention to, and that sort of give you something you really care about, as opposed to just explaining to you the things you don't care about. And that, that there's a, a little bit of a goodness in it, and to do that, they have to know things about you. And so that's where the, you know, how much do they know, how much do they not know. I would add that this is another area where it's not a, a binary, it's not a, there's data and then there's other stuff. There, there are so many different gradations within our data, and some of the best and more sensitive so there, there are some elements that um, we take for granted that are, that are knowable, relatively easy, both with individual age, addresses sometimes, things like that, uh, where you work. And then there's things like you know, your, your genetic information, your, your healthcare information. And I think one of the most interesting spaces in this question of control over our data and knowing what's becoming of it is the healthcare space. Uh, there was this fascinating example of this incredible old case that we saw in California about taking the old DNA evidence and then going to
do want to clarify, I'll kick it aside. I think that at a time when I was more engaged in the legislature and you know, having the Texas Tribune and having that type of engagement would have been incredibly helpful. I think we, I don't know about you guys, but I work really hard to try and find a place to look at news that I can trust. It's, it's not just social media. I think because there's so much um, entertainment and news combined these days from a business model perspective, so a lot of traditional media outlets are under pressure economically. That $42 billion that Facebook has in revenue, all of that came from NBC and things like that's the ESPN. And so places like the Trib um, are really a friend of mine, which is our time for a forever. Um, places like NPR, uh, um, those places you, you sort of get, you can still go there and get what you, what you feel is a relatively non-hyperbolic and unbiased story. Uh, but I think it's a, I think this, this, issue of news as entertainment versus opinion, um, and news is completely fake, and news is a weapon. There was a, uh, Edelman does a big, they're a big agency, a global agency, they do a big trust barometer survey every year, they survey like 35,000 people around the world. And 7 out of 10 of those 35,000 people this year said they believe that news is news is a weapon. And when you come at the weapon, it means, it, by the way, this isn't new, right? Um, I mean, fake news has been used by governments for propaganda including ours, by the way, and a lot of ways. This is just now as a How do you sort through the nonsense uh, and find what's real? I think that's a huge issue as a user of social media. I will say in terms of transparency, I think that um, you know the audience is a lot smarter than some of the marketers may perceive and they see through it. I think it's absolutely essential that as we're um, pushing out content, publishing content, that we are transparent. And I would say from a public policy perspective, when you're looking at government, there's certainly a lot more information and data available, and you see a lot of, whether it's in the state level or the federal or the local or even your school district, using social media to get information out and people demand it.
So the first one is who let the trolls out? Like they, have, they used to keep them under bridges when they were kids and now they're everywhere. What is it other than anonymity that social media gives to people that, that helps them believe they've got permission to speak to people online in ways they never speak to them face to face? So getting at some of this, uh, the, the dark side, perhaps bullying, and, and just some, some of these issues. Okay. I was starting to say that the troll phenomenon is, is a huge tax on Partakes of the same aspect of human nature that we've all seen on GoPack and I 35. It was clearly that like people behaving and doing and gesturing and mouthing and otherwise saying many things we never do. Why? Because of the distancing and the lack of accountability. Um, obviously, it, it, it's not even always anonymous. Uh, you know, I, so I co founded a, a blog called Lawfare. I'm curious, anybody here ever heard of Lawfare? So we, we founded this thing, I don't know, back in. 2007, and we made an editorial or design choice. We wouldn't have commentators, no comments. And a blog at the time with no comments was considered almost sinful. We had a lot of fun with it. I must say, no comments, but no comments. And I've, I've never regretted it because of what I see going on in similar sites that do have a comments feature. And happily, though, there are other ways you can help with this way. There are. I know when I, um, from a policy perspective, and advise whether it's nonprofits or government elected officials, you can have rules if you can tell people that basically you will be kicked off the island. You will not be able to engage if you do not abide by certain decorum and rules. I see Amanda nodding. I actually agree. Um, one of the blogs that I wrote about this was basically on the internet accessibility issues. So I can understand decisions that are made there, but because you need to be able to invest in the design of the internet and the whole business of that organization. So I think um, that's definitely why I think Reddit has been so successful. You may not like the mod rules for one particular subreddit within the group, but we are very transparent about what the Reddit rules are and we have there um, some uh, set of guidelines. And so same like just structured there is a below. And that's what we're trying to do when
turned off of about 2,000 partners in the last six weeks. And we're a partner, we know exactly what we're doing. Um, we have not been turned on because we don't do nefarious things. We don't scrape, we don't take personal data, we don't do all the things you're not supposed to do. But they have turned off thousands of developers who are doing the wrong thing. They're attempting to make ads transparent. I think that, I think that they, you know, eventually will it be perfect and we probably will need a little regulation or we need them to behave a little bit. Um, here's the good news, the good news is Zuckerberg doesn't need the money. He, get, he doesn't get up every day for money anymore. The guy's got more money than us what to do. But he gets up to, my wife said, as soon as his children get a little bit older, his perspective on his business will change. And I think that's happening. I think he's now, he cares about the legacy and his children. And he's mortified by this situation. I truly believe that I talked to him about it. I believe that, 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 that he will make this better. You're right. He's motivated by 42 billion in revenue. But he's going to grow slower and make less money to fix this. And, and I think, you know, I'll give you, I'll finish on, I keep doing this uh, auto example. This is my last auto hippie comment. You can move on a train that you want. stop. But the, the, you know, one of the, you know, Volvo invented the three-point seatbelt, right? The thing that really keeps us safe. And they patented it. Um, and then they gave that patent to the world for free. So that is an example of a brand in a competitive industry that was making money. He invented something that made it safer. And now everybody wears those seatbelts. Um, and I think that I think that what we need is we need the social networks to do that kind of stuff. They need to be better at um, protecting our privacy, protecting our data, giving us transparency. And then they need to whatever they if they learn something, Facebook needs to use Twitter every day. Twitter needs to teach countries how to do it. And we need to we need to share some of that innovation. And I think if they'll do that and we'll do our stuff, and the government does nothing dumb, we're gonna be all okay. This question might be a little too granular, but Pete would like to know, does it really help to click see less like this? When these social media platforms give you these options to kind of moderate your involvement, does that actually work or is it? I think it's a little bit like that button you push to change the walk sign at the intersection. I think it's mostly a placebo. I think it's mostly a placebo. Um,
would say the good news from a health data perspective is there's so much, um, I think, protective regulatory reality relative to health data. Like I'll give you an example, CNMP is one of our customers. They're, they make drugs, they make diabetes drugs. Um, and there are a lot of things that they can't do on social media because of, that has nothing to do with Twitter. But like, we have a product that allows you to monitor Twitter. Everything on Twitter basically is published to some extent. Um, and we have a product that lets you monitor Twitter. So Sanity could monitor Twitter with people talking about diabetes, but they're not allowed to at all. Um, so there's a lot. I think, I think the health issue um, outside of this open source DNA
introduce yourself, ask a question, but please stay around for that part. Um, I do want to give a big round of applause to our annual sponsors. They make it possible to have this event, so please give a big round of applause to our annual sponsors. <laughs> we also have great staff that puts together the website and helps execute the events and make sure that you have a positive experience here. We have a wonderful set of volunteers to help with this. If you would like to volunteer for the Austin Forum, it's easy. There's no minimum time requirement. If you can just help out with an event once in a while or help out with the technique, please let us know. We really appreciate all of our volunteers. And I want to give a special thanks also to our venue. Several of you have complimented us on it tonight. Um, we have a lot of new folks here tonight who haven't seen it before. So much thanks to the new Austin Library and to Sharon and Connie over here. Raise your hands, please. We have a great schedule of upcoming events, so we hope to see you again in June, July, and August. I do want to make a plug. We didn't spend a lot of time on tonight, but if you have an extra device, a smartphone, a tablet, a PC, Please bring it next month. We take donations for Austin Pathways. We've collected a dozen devices so far. These are the families that can't afford as many devices as some of us may have in our homes and condos and apartments. So if you've got extra devices that you're not using, I promise you they will find somebody who gets more value out of it um, and maybe help adjust their Facebook settings. So um, we do appreciate the, the positive uses of social media. You've heard about some of those tonight. Please help spread the word. Uh, I have to adjust your settings. On social media, oh, to make sure you. people know about our upcoming events. Again, please stay around for the networking for an hour. And then, because we still haven't been able to work out the catering cost issues for this wonderful facility, Sharon, that's not Sharon and that's a different issue. So they make sure we have a great facility to meet it, but there's some City issues 